2: i
3: am awake welcome to native roots radio presents i'm awake and i'm your host Wakanjahare, which means distant thunder and my colonized name is robert pilot hey we discuss local and national native news and events and as you know haley native issues are human issues and human issues are native issues
4: you are right, Dega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news, stories, and events from Natives themselves. Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon.
3: I know uh, some days I like to quiz you on, on uh, what's coming up and what, uh, what's going on, but I know you have a little news. But before the news, can you guess what time of year it is?
4: Oh, uh, it's almost New Year's Eve, which means, you know, there's still time to give a shout out to our friends at MNsure. Uh, MNsure.org is the one-stop destination for health insurance tax savings in the state. They provide f- friendly assistance to everyone, no matter your income. Uh, so learn more at minture.org if you need that resource.
3: You're correct. You see, the uh, audience was applauding. I, I like to push Thank those buttons every once in a while but hey you know we got some news uh before we have our guests on today we have john hunter who's a coach and founder of twin cities native lacrosse which we want to talk to him about an event but also what uh what uh you know just to talk about his organization and uh, we talk about this being the creator's game and uh lacrosse has been taken uh, not taken but uh, borrowed and stolen from uh, Native Americans who've been doing it for thousands of years so uh, exactly. I know he uses uh traditional uh uh what are they called Haley traditionalpics
4: yeah or, I don't know what they're they're technically called I'm sure they have a, a name a more specific name but we'll ask. traditional wooden sticks right
3: yeah there you go oh geez oh, <laughs> did you hear that minnesota come out of me oh geez
4: what oh, jeez? Uh, we yeah. say that a lot
3: <laughs> oh geez yeah oh geez. Oh, sacred indian here in minnesota hey uh so haley we got some news uh what do, what do you have for us uh, let's discuss what's happening around turtle island
4: Yes. Well, we had Bob Blake on yesterday, and Bob always gives a really great kind of overview and report on what's going on with our climate news and our renewables. But I know we talked briefly about um, kind of just looking back over the year and kind of what's happened all around uh, the country and and returning back to a story from uh, Maui and the wildfire, the wildfires that were happening out there. Um, And the tree, the historic Lahaina Banyan tree, Um, the good news here, I know a lot of people were very concerned with this older tree, this massive tree in the park that's been around forever. Um, The historic tree now is is sprouting new leaves after the wildfires. So very, very happy to see that. That is a piece of good news going into the new year.
3: Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think, uh, you know, that just shows that you know how fragile mother earth is but also where people may not live or survive uh mother earth does so that's something to really look at when it comes to you know the things we're doing uh to our planet because i'm always corrected because uh and i correct people too but it's uh lazy speak from me but uh that The planet will always be here and uh, Mm. animals and definitely cockroaches will be here till forever. (laughs) We won't.
4: Exactly. Well, I think it's a great uh, example, too, of how um, we can rise from the ashes and and so can nature. So I really like that. Here's um, another story coming out of uh, Arizona. So the Cocopa tribe launches a project to restore Colorado river habitats in Arizona. So the Cocopa tribes environment and office has launched a project restoring land along the river to what it looked like decades ago. Uh, The tribe plans to preserve its culture by restoring habitats and planting native trees. So just a big round of applause for our Kokoa tribe relatives out there in Arizona. We're proud of you. Plant those native trees.
3: Yeah, definitely. Plant all natives. And I, Haley, you know this, and uh, we talk uh, about this a lot with Wendy, uh, how she changed uh, our front yard, you know, uh, when yeah. when we first yep. moved here 20 some years ago, uh, I was trying to make it a, a nice, beautiful yard. and no weeds and all these things. And as I was learning, that's not the way it's almost, uh, it's almost like when you have nice grass like that, you're basically have a concrete front yard. You know what I mean? The grass Mm -hmm. is not good. It's not from around here. And now we have all the sweet grass and all these things that are coming up. And, uh, we, you know, we look out during the show and all we see is butterflies, bees and things like that. Um, yeah. Trying to help out.
4: I know. Well, every time I come over, because you guys are in the St. Paul area, I'm coming from east side. But um, every time I come over to the city's neighborhoods, you guys just have so much wildlife in your yard, <laughs> like both front and back. And it's, it's always a beautiful environment. So I applaud you, too, for <laughs> should, changing your yard.
3: In the backyard too, <laughs> we uh, saw a possum last night in the backyard uh, eating nuts and uh, um, you know and, and doing its thing. But yeah, we got many squirrels. We got a white squirrel, black squirrel, which I didn't know this, but black squirrels are uh, rarer than white squirrels. And, uh, and we have mm. other squirrels and even, you know with the global warming, we even saw a chippy or chipmunk came out uh, a
4: mm. week ago,
3: which is. Again, totally bizarre this time of year, and uh, we talk about that. It's crazy. I
4: know know it is a concern for our our wildlife relatives out there with the change in in the weather patterns and it being so warm right now, but I have another piece of good news here. This is uh, coming out of the Biden administration. Um, The Biden administration plans to ban logging in old growth forests uh, from 2025.
3: Okay, Haley, what's old growth forest?
4: Yes, well, this was one of my questions as well. So it turns out an old growth forest is actually a forest that has developed over a long period of time without disturbance. So does that kind of answer? It's just an older, older, untouched forest. Sure,
3: and there's a lot of that, too, in uh, the definition of forest, and I know that really, for us, I know you've been up north many times and uh, been around uh you know the forest i guess it would be called a forest but it, you know you've been up there where there's a lot of trees and they've been around there for hundreds and hundreds of years
4: yeah our, our we have a superior national forest was uh just did my first trip up there and it was beautiful and and our forests are just we have to protect them with everything we have so uh the biden administration this move comes after a letter from 130 scientists and uh, would protect millions of old growth trees, which are essential in fighting the climate crisis. Right, so there we go. Exactly what we need. The outcome of this proposal will depend on the twenty-four, the twenty twenty-four elections, though, which we yeah. know.
3: Yeah, which we talk about a lot, and uh, you know, we 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 we'll get into that. You know, we're getting close. It's uh, under a year now for the next elections, and we'll be revving up and talking about things and. Uh, other shows talk deeply about it and so we kind of skate around it and talk about it but we'll be getting into that and we try to uh, like we say in the beginning of the show we talk about native issues and um, for us as natives to remember but also our allies out there that listen to the show and support this show too uh, kind of giving him a little history and uh, a little knowledge about uh, native communities and with the five hundred and seventy some seventy two tribes out there were all different too so it's interesting you know uh, the pan native thing that i was brought up with uh you know when it comes to uh you know the movies and things like that haley where you know we have all these guys wearing all these different clothes and they're not from certain parts of the country so yeah. it's just a learning process and hopefully we're doing we're doing good out there um reminding and teaching and uh trying to do our thing here haley
4: absolutely it'll be fun to come voting with uh, make voting a tradition and, and robert Lilligren.
3: yeah and the whole crew there definitely and we have i think the governor's up for election too this cycle and uh so i'm sure we'll hear from the governor and lieutenant governor uh, both states wisconsin and minnesota and all over turtle island
4: Looking forward to it. All
3: right. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break.
4: Stay with us. If the statistics
3: say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by, stand up, don't engage in acts of sexual violence, and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop
5: to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition.
4: As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.
2: This
6: message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health.
3: back to Native Roots Radio Presents, I'm Awake, and this is Robert
4: Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Development Institute, or NACD, in Minneapolis.
3: Yeah, they do great work all over the Twin Cities, and uh, we're uh, really excited that they're a proud sponsor of Native Roots Radio. Hey, we have John Hunter on with us today, and now it's an all-ho-chunk show right now here with Haley, me, and John. And John is coach and founder of the Twin Cities Native Lacrosse. And John, you know, we got a couple segments with you, and I know we got an event we want to talk about, but I'd really love if you'd uh, talk about your organization for a little bit first. And you're on mute. Where's my mute cup?
4: I know. There, there you go. There we go.
3: Right. Hey, welcome. Oh, hey, John. Um,
0: <laughs> Twin Cities Naval Lacrosse was founded nine years ago. Uh, next year will be our tenth anniversary of our founding. Uh, we, uh, we started with uh, a Tawahi Foundation grant, a local uh, micro grant, and bought some sticks from a, a stick maker up in northern Minnesota and just held um, open practices and scrimmages and games um, here in the in the local area. Uh, and that was really um, out of the, the inspiration and guidance of Dr. Dan Ninham, who uh, introduced me to the game. The, our traditional Dakota Ojibwe game um, here—that—that—that uh, that, that was that summer. Summer of 2014 is when um, I got to learn about that game for the first time, and and uh, it's just been a fantastic time to really. Um, in the, in the in the last nine years, we've just seen a phenomenal um um uh, you know picking up picking up of this tradition where maybe it had been put, put to the side and and just and and see the community embrace it and 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 a lot of support and a, and a lot of volunteers and a lot of um coaches have have supported this effort and it's just been fantastic
3: john so it would tell uh, our audience what's the difference between the creators game and uh lacrosse that you might see um uh, you know at high schools and things like that can talk a little i mean there is a big difference but there isn't it's very similar but there are differences
0: that's one of the reasons that was one of our one of our three goals of founding this organization was really to do outreach um well to our own communities but also to the broader um you know dominant society that most uh you know minnesotans don't under you know know very little bit about the game even that you see in the high schools now um so the the high school or professional game uses a a metal metal shaft stick with a plastic basket on the end and nylon webbing they use a hard rubber ball uh the women's game uses only protective goggles the men the men's game uh they wear a full helmet shoulder pads gloves and it's it's played on basically a soccer field. The goals uh, in the American version, which is the, what they call field lacrosse, the goals are large six by six, six foot by six foot hockey style goals with a big net in the back. And they play about 10 on 10 or 11 on 11 on a, on this large field. Um, and our traditional game here, that's, that is part of the people here uh dakota makoche is is very different so it not only is it predated by hundreds, hundred hundreds if not a thousand years um it, it uses different equipment and different style of gameplay. but to me it is also really tied culturally it really carries a lot of meaning in the in and a lot of teachings go with that game, but on 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 the outside, if you were to see our traditional game, you you would see large gatherings of folks, um, you know, just dressed in t-shirts and shorts. And the main thing that would stick out would be the the stick, the bugadawana tig, the the um, the lacrosse stick is made of wood. It's about three feet long. It's got a hoop on the end with some some maybe deer hide or leather or nylon netting forming a basket. And that hoop is about maybe two to three inch diameter, probably three inch diameter. And that's it. So one stick um, with this, uh, and then you'll the, the ball is usually made of leather or hide. And then the goal posts, instead of that six by six foot cage, you have a single post um, typically, normally, it's a single post, maybe 8, 10, 12 feet tall, 3-inch diameter, 2-inch diameter, and that single post is, is the way that you score the goal. There's no out-of-bounds. There's no um, technical rules. Um, it's really played in the spirit that Creator gave it to us, and that's the biggest, to me, the real biggest difference is that the game was given to us by our the Manidou, the Creator, Takashita, gave this game to us as a gift, as a gift to help us, um, help us in our minds, our spirits and our, in, in our communities. And so we don't say that we invented the game of lacrosse. We say that we're the, the original caretakers of the game. Mm. And, um, to me, that's one of the, that's, that's the most significant difference is that we, we are, we are caretakers of a gift that's given to us to make it, to make us have fun, to be together and to, and to heal when needed.
3: You know, I, I, I've seen over the years that you have some uh, alumni that have uh, moved on uh, and gone to college and played uh, college lacrosse. How hard is that transition uh, uh, for them? Or, you know, how hard is it to transition from, you know, your lacrosse and...
0: Well, the the... the t- that's a great question. The timing of it is fantastic. next next fall, we will have uh, next fall and then the following spring, we'll have five uh, women college athletes from the local Twin Cities community that will be playing on NCAA college teams next fall. Wow and that you that you can go and see and hopefully they can be on the show sometime and answer that question directly. But just by that fact alone, it is real easy. Uh, I believe that if you learn the traditional game and you learn the teachings and the skills, the technical ability is so easy. Once you pick up the modern game, the, the stick is much bigger, the, the, the pocket is much bigger. Um, you know, your understanding of the game because you're kind of brought up in fundamentals of, of athleticism. Um, it's real easy, and, and also the creativity that the traditional game, too, is also being used uh, in the modern game. I think the bigger issue with some of the, some of that transition is how do, our, how, how do we do in environments that weren't necessarily built to hmm. support us, right? So right. maybe the off-the-field stuff is, may, might be more of a challenge. I think if it's on the field, our athletes are going to do fantastic with that college game.
3: That's awesome. And then I remember years ago, uh, the swarm was in town and it was really fun to watch them, but there was like a million goals. How, how many goals, <laughs> how many goals, uh, um, for the creators game on average? And is there a time limit when you play uh traditional
0: so every, you know, our weekly community games, we we play as long as we as we as we want to. There's no clock. There's, you know, uh, it's really set by the players themselves at that time. And it's really, you know, meant to just go with the flow. How are we feeling today? You know, checking in with each other, you know, when's a good time for a water break? You know, and those are community games. Those are meant to be fun and, you know, to laugh and tease each other. And um, so we just play until you know the the it's it's time to time to break for dinner, and also you know there's no set teams, there's no uh, number of players. We just try to divide up equally and go at it. In our in our tournament games, which are competitive, and boy, we know uh, we uh, us Indian people can be very competitive. Our competitive yeah. tournaments, what well, what will happen is that usually either the tournament um, host or the teams themselves before the start of the game will agree to a time limit or or maybe maybe like a goal limit you know first to four goals. but hitting mm-hmm. that hitting that small post on a dead run <laughs> is, re- requires a lot of athletic skill. It's very difficult um, and it's really amazing if you can ever see some of these um, some of these really good athletes, these, these good uh, takpsy choppy players come out and it's, they're amazing athletes. It's really, really neat to watch.
3: You know, what's, uh, age, uh, age limit and what, uh, on teams, because I want to get Haley out there and play, uh, the (laughs) creators game.
4: Come on I'm down. I'll be out there.
0: He would be great. Uh, we don't have any age limit. You know, generally we have at our, at our weekly games, if we have enough youth, we'll kind of split the time up or split the field up and we'll, We'll do an all ages game or intergenerational game. Sometimes we have parents and kids or grandparents and kids out on the field. So we'll do an all ages game and everybody knows that, you know, to act accordingly in terms of, you know, you know, play, you know, play, play with respect to your fellow, you know, your opposing player, but then we'll also divide up the time and maybe we'll have a youth game and we are, we have with our portable goals, we can slide the goals in a little bit closer for the, for the youth players, but generally like seven, eight, nine um, is when our, our younger players start really feeling comfortable with the larger stick. And we've had players as you know, up into their sixties easily. So.
3: Well, hey, we're here with uh, John Hunter, uh, coach and founder of Twin Cities Native Lacrosse, and uh, I want you guys all to hold on for the next segment because there's a, a event coming up we want to talk about, and uh, boy, I just learned a lot about uh, our uh, Native Lacrosse here in this segment here, and, and Haley, Haley's ready to go. I know she is.
4: I'm excited.
3: Right on. Hey, you're listening to Native Let's Radio Presents I'm Awake, and we'll be back with John Hunter, the,
6: stay with us as we age it's important to invest in our health and to help protect it like the flu COVID-19 is always changing that's why it's important to stay up to date on your vaccines by getting the flu and COVID-19 vaccines you can renew your body's defenses and lower the risk of getting sick Get your health boost and protect yourself against the flu and COVID-19. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov.
5: Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts, available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at minsure.org. I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org.
6: Think your company's safe? Your staff is working from home, right? As I speak, cybercriminals are mounting attacks across the country. Remember, when we're weakest, cybercriminals attack. Hi, Mark Sommerfeld from Rymark. The Rymark team is guiding our clients through these difficult times. In fact, demand has been so high, we created an easy-to-follow guide. It's yours free. Download our five steps to securely work from home now at rymarkit.com or call 651-328-8900 for a no-cost how-to discussion. Thanks to everyone who's continued to support AM 950. Good news! The AM 950 2024 calendar is ready to go. Featuring photos I took around Minnesota and important progressive dates. Members that sign up for a recurring monthly $10 membership will receive a 2024 AM 950 calendar as a thank you. Make a recurring monthly $25, $50, or $100 donation, you'll get the AM 950 calendar and the brand new AM 950 tote bag as a thank you as well. Go to am950radio.com for the details on the membership. Thank you so much for supporting AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Cloudy tonight with a low of
3: 26, then sunshine Friday with a high of 38.
2: Get the appliances you've been dreaming of for less at Warner Stellions Year End Clearance. Shop closeouts, scratch and dent, and floor models. Plus, buy more to save more. Take 10% off two red tags and 15% off three at Warner Stellions Year End Clearance. Hi,
5: this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio.
3: And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot.
4: This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul. Only the good stuff keeps us awake.
3: Yeah, and we're totally awake. Hey, we have John Hunter, a coach and founder of Twin Cities Native Lacrosse, and we've been uh, learning a lot about his organization and also the difference between the Creators Game and lacrosse. We have, oh, yeah, people that are watching us, there's the <laughs> there's the uh, different stick. Uh, we have a, 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 a event coming up, and I'd like you to talk about that, John, and then we can maybe go back and forth a little bit more if Haley or I have more questions about uh, your organization or the game.
0: This Sunday, uh, the 31st, uh, starting at noon and going uh, – we have the time scheduled to six. We'll see if people uh, want to play that long. Um, we are going to be hosting our winter games, um, and everyone's welcome to come out. It's a free event um if you go to our fa- uh, facebook page there may be a link that you may find a link to a pre-registration page if or you can register on site but we're going to start off with um you know a simple gathering on prayer uh by uh sandy whitehawk we're going to um then uh, p- probably break up into groups we'll have uh, three different fields going in- inside in the sports dome brooklyn park sports dome it's larger than a football field plenty of space we have sticks that you can uh, borrow if you don't have your own no experience necessary we'll have some coaches on site that can be doing uh, simple skill drills we're going to have youth only games on one field and um, we'll also have some modern stick goals and some modern sticks for those that want to try it out and then on one of the fields another big highlight is going to be in an, an adult tournament um, it's a co-ed tournament we have some folks uh, traveling from from out of town to come in, uh, Bad River, uh, uh, Lower Sioux community, um, Fond du Lac community is going to be bringing. There's going to be some really fat, fun players to watch, and even plus our own local talent is going to be um, really going, going for, going for it all in the adult tournament. And that'll be a lot of fun, um, and uh, <clears throat> so encourage everyone to come out. It's 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. this Sunday, December 31st. Everyone's welcome uh at the Brooklyn Park Sports Dome so that's north little just a little bit northwest out of downtown Minneapolis um and plenty of space come join us come have some fun
3: wow that's exciting uh and a great time if you have the winter blues to get inside and uh i know uh, get out and run around and and uh have comar com- you know have friends and camaraderie and uh that's great. Haley, do you have any questions? I know uh, the we yeah. see the stick right now.
4: I do. Well, I, first of all, I guess I don't know if I just haven't watched native lacrosse, but I have seen that Netflix movie. I think it's called Grizzlies. I don't know if you've seen yeah. that. but I think it's in mm-hmm. Alaska. And that was a great movie too. So if you haven't seen that, Grizzlies on Netflix. But um, where do you guys mainly play? Uh, how many do you guys host regular games throughout the year? And, and where do those take place usually?
0: Yeah, in the summertime, uh, we are hosting this last summer, we held two weekly games, one on Wednesday evenings and one on Sunday, Sunday afternoons. Um, so we uh, and those are hosted around usually around the core uh, area. So we we have different fields that we've used. We um, back in the day, we used good old Corcoran Park Field there in South Minneapolis, but we've also held games at South High, at the U of M, um, uh, URW Field. Um, best place to find that information is on our Facebook page. And, you know, we'll us- usually try to pick one spot for for the summer each you know like maybe a spring session a fall session and a summer session this past winter we've been playing here in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Park Dome once a week and then also in Savage so really depends Um, our players come from all over the metro so um, it it really depends where we'll be at.
3: So we can find that information on your Facebook page is that called Twin Cities Native Lacrosse?
0: That's right, Twin Cities Naval across. Well,
3: that's exciting and I know I clicked on pictures over the years and seen a lot of my uh friends playing and uh, former students playing with you over the years uh you know it's just it's just a great and uh, athletic and um, so how can uh, so people can get onto your Facebook and support you uh, and uh, I know. It's 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 an organization that needs support, like we all do. How can how can our listeners support you?
0: Um, That's a great question. We're we're under an umbrella organization of Dream of Wild Health, um, so we we would encourage those that would like to support us um, to uh, navigate to the Dream of Wild Health website and. Um, and uh, th- there's an online link to donate. You can just leave a note um, with your donation that it's for the lacrosse group. Otherwise, you can reach out to us uh, through the Facebook page if you want to make a, a direct uh, you know, contribution uh, through, that, through that means. Um, our tournament uh, is being partially sponsored by both the Tawaii Foundation and the Metropolitan Urban Indian Directors uh, Group, as well as, as well as the Seventh Generation Fund so we we welcome the support and really uh we, we're a non-profit organization so the that funding goes uh to our coaches uh and to our facilitators and then to 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 equipment and and to the to the programming
3: and you got to always have some good swag too that you hand out to the players i know i'm walking around matter of fact i have a pair of your uh <laughs> your long pants on right now <laughs> <laughs>
0: Of that's great. We
3: do
0: dig it. <laughs> that's that's pretty rare stuff. We that's you can't. I, I lucked you out. Can't just find <laughs> that stuff anywhere. Yeah,
3: I, I lucked out, but you know it doesn't hurt to beg, right, John? <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you asking me to send you some swag, Robert? I, I got plenty of swag. Yeah. <laughs> love to share it with you. Actually, hey, our for our tournament, we we have a one of a kind. Um, uh, t-shirts, free T-shirts that will going out to all the participants. It was designed by one of our youth players, um, and really excited about that. Um, we have just amazing artists um, all through our community, and so we're really, really grateful that that we can that we have folks that want to support us like that.
3: John, is I, I don't. This is uh, is this all you do? Is this your as uh, the coach and the founder of Twin Cities Native Lacrosse?
0: No, I, th- thanks I for asking. This
3: you, I don't think I've ever asked you that <laughs> all the times you yeah. run into each other.
0: No, I've, I've, luckily I have a lot of, um, you know, coaches like the helpers for this tournament, Rossi Clem, Barry Wheelock, our, our youth, uh, our, our, our younger player directors, um, Javier Heisler and Nina Polk are, been fully organizing the tournament. I've I have had very little to do with organizing this tournament. I work a full time job. I work for the Minnesota Pollution Control Agency, okay. and then I also coach uh, high school uh, lacrosse for Minneapolis. Um, but I, it's only with the help of uh, volunteers and and my family that I'm able to to do to do this traditional game work. And there's there's many others uh, through the state that are doing fantastic stuff with the traditional game. Uh, the Jackson brothers, Denton Vinny out of Lower Sioux, uh, Thomas Howes of Fond du Lac, Jeremy Red Eagle and Sisseton, Joe, Go- Joe and Victoria Gokey out of um, Bad River. There's um, just wonderful people that are, are helping to, to, to have these games and these teams.
3: How did you uh, get involved now? Did you see this, or you always knew it as a young person, or did you play it? And...
0: You know, growing up, uh, you know, grew up around, grew up here in St. Paul, Minneapolis. Um, you know, it, it, there was a counter-narrative to all the, the you know, the urban struggles. The, the stuff that really caught my eyes were those the stories of our athletes, you know, whether it was boxers mm-hmm. out of the Peacemaker Center. It was... Um, emma eastman running marathons and and there were uh, all these athletes really caught my attention but um i didn't get to you know even even moccasin game at powwows um i didn't get to do moccasin game but i was just really wanted to see get as many uh native games and, and and native athletes i just wanted to see that more but my family didn't play traditional lacrosse and I didn't know anybody in the community that did, but I knew that we, the game existed. You know, I saw a lot of athletes, but I didn't see the game. And it wasn't until Dan Inham. I, so I grew up playing sports. I played uh, modern stick lacrosse in high school and college. It wasn't until after college and I was well beyond college that I met Dr. Dan Inham, And he was the one, um, that showed me the, the Ojibwe game. Um, and that, that, uh, it was, it was like a bolt of lightning. The second that I that I saw this game, I knew that um, our community needed to be a part of that. And prior to that, there was the Lightning Stick Society, what was Faith Spotted Eagle and, and the Jackson brothers and their dad. Um, it, the Lightning Stick Society was, was doing lacrosse uh, in the outstate area in the Dakota communities um, uh, at that time too. So they were really role models to me. So I, there were, there were folks that were doing this game when i got started not a lot but 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 there were there there were there were those before me
3: that's exciting and that's uh we're, we're running we're ending up this uh last segment with you let's talk about the event one more time uh before before this uh segment ends
0: yep this sunday inviting everybody out um you know get get, get the legs moving um, before the Vikings game, before your, your, uh, you know, calendar year celebrations. Of course we have our solstice, but um, yeah, come out for our winter games. We're going to be at the Brooklyn park sports dome and from starting at 12 noon to 6 PM, we'll have food, we'll have free meal, we'll have free t-shirts we'll have equipment to borrow, no experience necessary. If you are a player or know a player and it'll be some great competitive games for the adults and lots of fun games and mini games for for the youth as well so everyone please come on out this sunday 12 to 6. wow
3: that's excellent haley uh get those uh gym shorts on and get out there and i'll i'll bring my lawn chair out there and cheer you on
4: yeah please i might be out there Keep an
3: eye out for me. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. When we know that my quad tendon and all that's bad, John, so I can't oh, do yeah. this anymore. I have trouble round dancing now, you know, with my mm-hmm. hips. Yeah. <laughs> my sacred <laughs> hips. But, hey, John, thank you so much for coming on. And, uh, you know, let's stay in touch. And, like you said, bring your young warriors on and talk about what they're doing and and, uh, and their college endeavors and how we can support them and, uh And support your great organization I really appreciate you reaching out and really appreciate you being on it's been a really long time since you've been on the show thanks
0: it was great to be here
3: right on all right well hey we uh, that was John uh, and uh, John Hunter and he's coach and founder of Twin Cities native lacrosse Uh, up next we got our friend Roya, and she'll be on talking about uh, events and uh, maybe a little bit about the the play that uh, she was last in. I don't know. It's always a great surprise to have Roya on. Hey, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm Oik, and we'll be back after this short break. ho
4: Stay with us.
3: As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community, especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember, whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA-approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinative this holiday season. Find more information including clinics with free vaccines
6: at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health Unveil the captivating world of Native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts Native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of Indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org you're listening
0: to native roots radio this is spirit from reservation dogs get up and listen
3: welcome back to native roots radio presents i'm awake and this is robert pilot
4: this portion of the show is supported by howling for wolves protecting wolves for future generations
3: How. That was a good one. I didn't think I heard Roya, though. Hey, welcome, Roya, White Eagle, and uh, great to have you on, and uh, good to see you after uh, a long couple weeks of uh, doing theater. You're back with us. How's it going?
1: Hey, hi, Robert. I kind of hear to all my relatives out there. I was howling, but I just, I had to mimic it because I'm here at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, and it's kind of like the... You can't make a lot of noise, so I hope you can hear me here. I can yeah. hear you clearly.
3: Yeah, we hear you good. We hear you good. Good.
1: And, you know, otherwise I'd have my earbuds, but they went kaput today, so.
3: Kaput? <laughs> is, that a, kaput. is that a native uh, tribe I haven't heard of? Yeah. Kaput?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's really great. This is a great exhibition here. It's going to be up for another couple of weeks. I'm actually a guide in the show. There's three of us that are native guides. We're on duty tonight and Sundays. So, Thursday and Sundays, come out and see us. Plenty of public tours going on. It is a charge of about $20 if you are not native, but natives and elders get in free. You just have to let the box office know that.
3: Nice, nice. And uh, tell our audience what uh, you uh, are, uh, what's in. Oh, are you still there? Yeah, you're there. Uh, What's what's going on, and what's the exhibit all about?
1: Yeah, there's 162 objects actually. Most all of the photography. There is a few um, like baskets and pottery as well to illustrate the photo of the artists that made those objects. And so this is something that's been in the works since 2020. Jill Ollberg-Yost, the Native American Arts uh, of Native Arts of America uh, curator. And Colleen Casey is a photography and contemporary art curator. And Jada Gray Eagle, who's an up-and-coming new uh, curator, also participated in this show. So, and we have great support from Shakpi Midwankton Sioux community as well.
3: Wow, that's awesome. Uh, tell out, us some, yeah, definitely. about
1: the native lens. I mean, it, literally, it is uh, native photographers that are uh, showing their work. All the way back to I think it's
3: 1870. Jeez, I was just wow. a youngin' back then.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come <laughs> on and uh, check it out. Def- Have you seen that one, Robert?
3: No, I haven't. But uh, we've been advertising it here, and uh, and uh, I, I definitely need to get down there. I'm still shaking off my, my COVID symptoms, so hopefully I'll better tomorrow. I-
4: Wondering, Roya, do you know when the last day is for the In Our Hands exhibit out there at MIA? Yeah.
1: I believe it's Sunday, January 14th. It's either the 12th or the 14th. I, I can't remember the number on the calendar, so.
0: Coming hey, up quick, here,
1: though. Uh, you too. we we've got another great exhibition that's opening over in St. Paul, Art at 967 Payne. That's the actual address. It's Robert Desjardins. He is Red Lake Ojibwe. And he's opening his latest exhibition. He hasn't been painting for a couple of years. He's been ill with cancer, but he's pretty pretty recovered. And that's opening tomorrow night at 5 o'clock, 967 Payne Avenue in St. Paul. So you can go and check that out. I think it goes until about 9 o'clock. And then finally, we've got uh, Peter Pan over at the Ordway, 345. um, Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of that little street there that's down by the... Rice Park, but it's uh, oh, 345. I think it's Kellogg. Anyway, uh, there's Ray Zaragoza, who is Tono Odom from Arizona, plays Tiger Lily, and Kenny Ramos, who is Barona Mission Indian from Southern California. He's also in the ensemble there. So you've got two native uh, actors in this latest edition or iteration of Peter Pan. It was uh, they created the book by Larissa Fasthorse, so she really reimagined it. so... There's some wow. great stuff going on here in spite of uh, the New Year kind of intruding on everything.
3: <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of which, uh, Roya, uh, let our, uh, our uh, listeners know, too, that you're, you have a radio show on KFAI and uh, how people can listen to that, too.
1: Yeah, that's true. Thanks. Uh, tomorrow evening, 6 p.m., KFAI. Uh, Fresh Air Community Radio. That's 90.3 in Minneapolis or kfei.org streaming for one hour, six to seven p.m. And I'm going to do my best of for 2023. We're going to look at all the entertainment media and art news across Turtle Island and throughout Minnesota. And there's, I'm going to give you a preview of what's coming up in 2024. There's a lot going on just in January and February locally here in the Twin Cities
3: wow that's exciting hey how are you feeling after uh which i think was just an amazing play that you were just in uh new native uh theater Uh, you did a great job and had a lot of great lines and laughs and uh my my uh he knew was in it and for other friends bar was in it but uh how are you holding up after that
1: yeah oh pretty good you know i miss those folks you know she was uh uh, Jaleesa sat right next to me in the dressing room, so we. there were like the five uh, female or non-binary uh, cast members sitting on one side of the dressing room, some other great actors there that we've talked about in the past, but yeah, I'm starting to recover, it's just more kind of nostalgic now, looking at it in the rearview mirror, so yeah, that was a great show, I appreciate your comments and your support, I know you came a couple of times, and one evening as well, so. Thank you for that. I, you know, there's talk about maybe taking it on the road to other parts of Indian country and also uh, reboot next year at this time. So but by that time, I think uh, New Native Theater may have moved into its new digs at the Minneapolis Indian Center on Franklin Avenue.
3: Yeah, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for that um, because uh, you guys deserve a home and I think that'll be great to have uh, New Native Theater. And, and, and there'll be other... Uh, Theater uh, groups going in there too. It'll be, it'll be exciting to see the growth of uh, native theater across the Twin Cities with that um, platform there at uh, the Indian Center.
1: Yeah, just so much music and artistry and theater and just a lot of other uh, sports. I know you just had John Hunter on. The uh-huh. Olympics are coming up next summer in Paris. There's already a young man uh, from. Uh, Akwasasne in upstate New York, who's on the Team USA, the under-17, I believe it is, uh, international hockey tournament that's going on in, I forget if it's Sweden or Switzerland, there's a young woman who's a uh, wrestler, a freestyle wrestler, who's going to be trying to make the Olympic team, so just a lot going on in 2024, it's going to be great.
3: Wow, that is exciting. Wow, that's an update for us here at Native Roots Radio and our listeners. What else do you got, Roya, before we let you go? I know you're, you're working right now, too.
1: Oh, no, that's okay. I wish I could go into the exhibit and just give you a little You'll have to come. Be sure to ask for your elder uh, ticket. <laughs>
3: yeah, no problem. I've been doing and that hey, since
1: on her good looks there so there you go like i said everything's kind of winding down here for 2023 i know we've got the uh sobriety powwow the old it used to be the old red road powwow and uh, i'm not sure what else is going on this weekend i know i'm going to take a little break a little breather before i have to get back at it um i've got uh I'm going to be sitting in front of the. I don't know whether I should report this about in front of that uh, Vikings-Packers game on Sunday night. So.
3: Oh jeez. I know. Oh uh, yeah. Do we look forward to that? I don't know. We're uh, on uh, uh, all yeah. over Wisconsin too, so I'm not going to get into that because I already <laughs> got the tail between my legs after the last three weeks. Yeah. Well, I...
1: <laughs> you feel better? Have a. Happy New Year, what, I forget what calendar it is, Julian or Gregorian, but we all know we follow our own Native traditions as well in our very respective Native nations, and the ceremonies and the calendars that they follow as well.
3: Well, Roya, thanks for the update, really a uh, great, great job as always, and I'll be seeing you soon, maybe I'll see you Saturday, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll see you Saturday then.
3: Perfect, perfect, we'll do breakfast yeah, also. okay, and that catch up. good. All right. right. Good to see you,
4: Haley. Bye, Roya. Good to see you. All
3: right. Wow. Roya Taylor. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not Roya Taylor. It's Roya um, White Eagle. And um, really great to have her on. And wow, a lot of great reporting there. That was good to hear a lot of that stuff, Haley.
4: I know. The White Eagle last name. It sounds so good, too. Yeah. A little jealous.
3: (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Hey, if you're listening to the show, you are part of the resistance from Chief Plenty Coops. The ground on which we stand on is sacred ground. It's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office, and vote. We're still here. We are the seventh generation.
4: And free Leonard Peltier. (laughs) Now.